Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. What if I told you there was more to the story behind game-changing events? Get ready for my new podcast, That Moment with Damon John. We'll jump into the personal stories of some of the most influential people on the planet, from business moguls and celebrities to athletes and artists. This man has touched your life and absolutely has helped the entire world uh, be introduced to this thing called hip-hop. Uh, it's somebody that many people uh, never really heard of if you didn't live in the New York City area. His name is VJ Ralph McDaniels, video jockey Ralph McDaniels. He uh, created a show called Video Music Box in 1983. This is after he pitched the idea of, uh, to Yo! MTV Raps and all this, but he gave people uh, you know, opportunities who weren't uh, the big, big artists, and now today they're the the Jay-Z's, the Nas's of the world, and everybody else. If there is a rapper you know who is uh, who came up from New York or actually around the country, they begged, they begged this man to put them on the air, and whether it was on the air as one of their 
um, videos or they were in one of the parties shouting out to Ralph McDaniels. This man is an absolute pioneer. He also discovered these little four guys named the FUBU guys and put us on the air and said, you better watch out for these guys. And after that, every single music artist begged to wear our clothes. He has 20,000 hours of rare music videos and content such as commercials by huge, huge brands. They call them and say, I lost this commercial. They could be Coca-Cola and said, where is it? I got it because he has a nonprofit and he was smart enough to hold this content he's also either directed or produced 400 music videos including wu-tang's cream Nas. it ain't hard to tell roxanne shantae's roxanne roxanne and co-produced two films juice and roxanne roxanne uh he was focused on and they uh did a documentary on him in 2021 showtime network feature documentary called you're watching video music box directed by Nas. He is a pillar in the community, serves as a mentor to me and so many other people. It's going to make you the smartest person in the room uh, after you uh, listen to this interview with B.J. Ralph McDaniels, one of the most uh, important people in hip-hop that many people aren't aware of. You're going to learn a lot. Enjoy. Thank you so much, Ralph, for being here. It is, um, it's always an honor and a pleasure to be able to talk to, first of all, a living legend and an icon. The 50th anniversary of hip-hop, I've talked about it already in the intro, and how much I think that, um, or I know, that uh, you have influenced the entire globe, but you are, uh, you, can, you can watch that, obviously, on your Showtime doc that I've already talked about has um, um, uh, was a top doc in various different categories. Um, it, it, again, because I'm dyslexic, you are now watching, right? Or you are watching. You're watching video music. So on the TV show over the years, I'd be like, you're watching video music box. I would say that. And that's how we came up with the title. So it was just something I said for 40 years. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know because it's so stuck in my head. Uh, you know, listen, everything from when that thing come on. Come on, Ralph. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I even know in my mind, you know, the, 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 the you know, take on me video and then the Bernard. Right. Come on, Ralph. Stop talking to me like that, man. <laughs> I didn't even get to shout it out because I'm gonna shout out. No, so anyway, <laughs> what was that album you were the voice of? Um, the commercial, um, love something. What was that you were doing the VO for? Oh, um, no, that wasn't me. You yes, it was. It was a love. It was an album. It was a VO. I did the VO for. Remember, there was a commercial on the album. Uh, there was a. There was. It was. Seventy Soul. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't me. That wasn't you? Wasn't All those years, I thought that was you. That yeah. guy sounded. Is that? Is this the first time somebody's asked you that? Um, maybe back then they thought it was me. They would ask me about. Well, it. I thought you were doing VOs at that time. I, I've heard you doing VOs on radio. I mean, obviously you would, you've been radio radio yeah. for a long period of time. Who was that? Seventy soul. There's something <laughs> like that. The one where you say you got to get your own. <laughs> Look, he's like, let me hold that. that out wasn't you? I that thought you were doing VO because I was about. I thought it was that moment that I was like, "What, Ralph? When was it that moment that you stopped doing VOs?" Yeah, no, I did a lot of VOs uh, for BET and MTV and in some for mm -hmm. some commercial stuff, but that one I didn't do. Maybe they were trying to sound like Ralph McDaniel. <laughs> no, I tell you, man, uh, I want to leave this in because 
all those years, I thought it was you. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, 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 I actually, I love that commercial. That's an iconic commercial, hey. It's probably on YouTube. Well, uh, you go check it out. Ralph, I don't know if many people do know, but you have one of the largest libraries of um, content <clears throat> um, and... Um, you know, I know that big brands call you, you know, to say, you got my Coca-Cola commercial from 1988. Um, yeah. So many people, and, you know, don't think about how valuable, today, of course, content is king. You, your, your show was legendary on public access channel, but you had these commercials, these pieces of content from, of course, stuff you shot, um, all the legendary videos you shot, <clears throat> all the interviews you have. Why did you save it all in such pristine condition to the point where 20, 30 years later, you obviously have it digitized and so many people come to you. When did you realize that hip hop was still at and all the surrounding content around hip hop kind of like yeah i see the video but i want to see inside the club and when did you realize that you can save that because you know even till today as, as much as we understand that content is important i get lazy sometimes and i erase half the things i post and things that i uh, have in my phone which i don't need to it's not like back in the days when you had to take this tape put it somewhere when did you realize how this was probably going to be a time capsule um, for eternity of a very special time in the world? When did you realize that? And, and, and tell me the thought process behind that 30 years ago. So I was in, I had first started working in television in 1981, straight out of college. And I met this guy. He produced this show on PBS called, called Soul. And I used to love that show as a teenager, watching that show. And I was like, oh, you're going to put it back out? And he said, no, PBS threw the tapes away. And I was like, I was in shock. You know, like, yeah. why would they do that? Yeah. You know, like, and he looked at me, this African-American brother, and he was like, well, I don't know. Maybe they didn't feel it was important. And I, I just couldn't comprehend that. You know, like, why? It was this right. amazing show to me. It was Stevie Wonder and all these different you know, jazz musicians were on there. And it was just a great show. And I said, well, I'm not going to ever let that happen to me. So anytime I recorded something, I just took it and put it away, you know, and I and I kept it somewhere because you got to keep these things in climate and that's nice and stuff. And I took care of it. So for 40 years, I'm celebrating 40 years of <laughs> music box now. That's what we've been doing. And, you know, we can go back and have conversations about it. You know, oh, let's talk about the first Nas album or let's talk about the first Wu-Tang album. And I have interviews with these guys. It's like real, in real time, you know? I thought it was important to just document our culture and be able to tell our stories from people that were actually there. You know, this is a moment where I just got depressed because I just thought about it. I um, Why are you depressed? Should be happy. Well, because, you know, I'm a clean freak. No, I'm not a clean freak. My wife is a clean freak. I come home every year... Honey, box like this. Oh man, look at all these great samples I got from Shark Tank. And she goes, Oh, 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 really? Give them to me, honey. And she goes like this, right into the garbage. No. <gasps> all right. 
we've taken care of that. Now, how much do you think in 30, 40 years from now that I can get for the first ring doorbell? Oh my God. Ever handed out in history. Oh my goodness. Well, the first Bomba's socks, the first scrub daddy ever handed out in history. That's crazy. So, so, so I'm, 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 I'm amazed. Well, I'm not amazed because it happens all the time. Jay-Z told me the same, a similar story of, of uh, master tapes that they had in his studio and they were cleaning them out and people had no idea and they just threw it out and that was it. So it happens, you know, and I, and I tell people all the time, you know, look, don't worry about it. It happens. But I mean, you're an important, you know, uh, icon to TV besides being, you know, a very smart guy, you know, you, you, it's important that we, we, we be able to go back and look at who that guy was when he first came on TV. So I'm pretty sure that it exists somewhere. Now you just got to I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, but I'm depressed right now. But I do want to show people, I want to show people the, and I wasn't joking when I just got depressed. I, I want to show people... I think maybe because yesterday I was at the the two uh, and you got to go there, Ralph. Oh, I got to connect you where you probably know them. Um, we were at the guy who started Stress Magazine. You probably know the brother. Oh, but yeah. I was just in Miami and they just opened up the uh, the graffiti magazine, the graffiti uh, museum, yeah, and the hip hop museum. And you probably have things that oh my god, they they can go off of. But I think maybe that's why because I was thinking about all the Fubu pieces I have and I can donate. Uh, and to the to the museum, but your vision was what I'm. This is my point. I'm a kid from the hood. I'm on ABC. I'm on a hit show, and my wife is still and me. Uh, I don't take things for granted. I didn't have the vision to hold, and I still to hold those pieces I just mentioned to you aside. Your public access channel never knew hip hop was going to get this big. This is content. This is not a. I'm on a. I'm on a major network, not holding them. And forty years ago, you decided that I'm going to catalog these things. And and just so everybody knows, you have, you have a foundation. Um, and when people want to get these relics and these pieces and this vision on how we lived 40 years ago and the way that things were in, in our world, that now we can show our grandkids your place to go. But you had that vision. You had another vision of, <clears throat> uh, and people could see all this in the doc, that uh, rap was going to be something that uh, rock and roll was and pop was, and nobody was listening to you. And even before Yo MTV Raps that came and went, and you're still here, you have that vision. You had the vision also to stay uh, and help it within our communities and to empower people. Where did this all come from? from your upbringing to understand the value that culture adds and, uh, and, and these things and, and these moments of time and being like a, I don't know, a mentor to, to, or, or a gateway to a lot of these things. Where did this come from in your life? This um, thought process? Yeah. I think for me, um, growing up in, um, especially when I grew up in, I lived, I moved from, from Brooklyn to Queens 
And, um, you know, being around like sports teams and things like that, working with the PAL in the community, um, working with uh, the summer youth programs, you got like, I don't know, $99 check every month or something like that. And you were happy yeah. with that. And, you know, you, you just saw the work that you were doing was putting something back into the community. And, you know, and I, and I got that in my head somehow or another. And, um, and it, you know, I, I always wanted to continue to do that. You know, I just wanted to do it. And I think that, you know, we all, especially, especially where we grew up at in Queens, you know, like it's, it was, it was a middle-class so-called quote unquote middle-class black folks who were trying to do better. Right. That's how you become right. who you are. You know, without that example, we don't know if I'm going to exist or if Damon John is going to exist. We were in a place where it was supposed to work and it clearly worked. I tell people that all the time. I say, look at me, look at Damon, look at uh, all of the other people that came out of Queens. We were put in a place where uh, incubator, like this is a, this is a, a, a project. Let's see if it works. And it did. And we're here. You know, I believe that, all of these documents and all of these things that I have, sometimes I, I'm, I'm like, am I a order? Like, what are you doing with all right, this? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's bigger than us. You know, it's, it, it's, it's beyond Damon. It's beyond Ralph. It's for some kid, you know, 100 years from now when we're not here is looking at it and going like, oh, I could do that. These guys did that back in the days. <laughs> back in the old days, right. they did it. And 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 I, I I think that that has value. Some people might go, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some people may go what? Some people mm -hmm. might go, oh, you're crazy. But I, I you know, you know, I, I remember talking to somebody at uh, one of these streaming networks, and they were like, oh, I, I just can't take clutter. And I I understand, you know, it's it's a problem, you know, and we have to get rid of. We do have to get rid of something. Can't just keep all this stuff along. But you know, we do. Um, we are in a place now where you know we can. Thank God that I'm, you know, I have enough money to go. Okay, let's get a space for this. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, long before people may have known you as, uh, you know, New, York, New York's uh, famous video DJ and um, video jockey or whatever you may call it. And and now, you know, thank God the world has, has seen who you are um, from the perspective of, uh, you know, the doc. Um, you've always been a community person and there's going to be so many people that, uh, you know, that don't realize that the people in the community are the biggest people uh, and they are the true sharks. And I have the, the luxury of sitting on, on networks and, and talking stuff. But there's so many people that will we will never sing the praises of the other million Ralph McDaniels, uh, you know, men and women who are 
every day in our community, and they are teaching our kids how to read, how to defend themselves, how to eat healthy, how to stay away from the elements, and it, they're unsung heroes that get up every single day. And and it's odd, you know, as I speak to you today, I am um, I uh I, I I just gotten over to we are in over where Richmond, Virginia, I believe, right? And I'm in Richmond, Virginia. <clears throat> uh, you know, we're driving. Uh, you know, from 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 the airport to our uh, to our um, hotel, and I see this sign, and you know, I'm gonna show it to you right here. They can't see it on the podcast, and I see this sign on a building, and it basically says an estimated twenty two thousand free and enslaved African Americans are entered here, uh, uh, Hill African. Burying, uh, burying ground, and I go read the sign, and it basically was they buried a certain amount of the enslaved African American who deceased, and a certain amount of the ones who were free right here on the ground, and there was gas stations over it, and there was um, billboards. Now, right across from it are another dilapidated cemetery, but tombstones well kept. You can't even tell where this ground ends or not. And then I read the sign and they made it an historical site, but not an historical site to see, but just mostly like stay away. Just so you know, there's 22,000 bodies under here. These are people that we will never know necessarily what they accomplished or sacrificed for us. And there are many people that, are the Ralph McDonald of all colors, of all nationalities, all gender and creeds that are in the neighborhood being of service every single day, who will never be known and who don't care to be known. What do you say to those people? Um, what do you say to those people who run across so many challenges? The people that they're trying to serve often are their worst enemies and they are trying to just help them because they don't know what they don't know. What do you say to them when they, those moments when it gets dark and they go, why am I doing this? Because <laughs> I, I want to know, did you, did you face that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, very often now, you know, I'll go into schools with young people and they don't know Ralph McDaniels. They don't know Video Music Box. And they only know whatever is hot on their phone right now. They could care less about me. And I have to keep their attention for 45 minutes or half an hour or even 15 minutes. And, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and they can be, you know, very nasty, you know. And, you know, and I sit there and I'm and I, I usually focus on the toughest one, you know, in the room. And, you know, like, I, let me tell you something, my man. You can't tell me nothing about being tough. Anything that you know, I know four or five times more. And, you know, and then as we start to get in the conversation, I bring it up to think I, I have to do my homework. I have to know what's happening right now. I have to be up on who's mm -hmm. popping right now, you know, not mm. that I'm following those people, but I have to. Right, right, right. <laughs> the key you're, words. You're meeting, you're meeting them where they're at. Yeah. And, and I learned to do that over the years. And, you know, and I tell people, you got to talk to the kids, not at the kids. You know, you got to talk to them. You got to, like, you know, get in their world. Sometimes people come in, do corporate presentations, and they have a set program that they do. You know, we're going to go from point part one, part two, part three. 
and they're just talking and the kids are falling asleep because they know this person is just talking. They're doing a presentation. They came from Citibank or they came from, you know, some big corporation and they're talking to kids to try to get them to be entrepreneurs or whatever it is. I'm like nobody cares, bro. Talk to the kids. This is what mm. the kid is going through today. He's in a gang. His parents might be in the gang. The the, the mm -hmm. stole all the money last week. You know, <laughs> talk to the kid. <laughs> you know, I always say that, and I think that's that's powerful because you know whether I'm doing a deal on Shark Tank or um, talking to. A kid, I do try to meet them where they're at because we've all been there when our seniors or somebody else was like, you knew what I did back in my day. Well, man, that ain't, this, today ain't your day, <laughs> you know? And, uh, but whether I'm talking to somebody on Shark Tank and I go, I've been there. I relate to that. I got you. I know how it feels, right? Because I'll give you an example. I got a, I got a pretty nice vehicle, a really, really nice vehicle. I don't, I don't, I don't talk about them often. I don't have a fleet of them. I, I have one view. And, and and you know what? You know what irritates me, Ralph? There's some things that just irritate me. There's some things that irritate me, like, uh, you know, waiters who don't write things down, the restaurant. Okay. <laughs> when I pull up to the restaurant and I always go to Miami and they always come out and go, you want your car in the back or the car in the front? Generally, I'm cool in the back, but if it's really crowded, I want in the front because, hey, you know what? I got to get out of here and time is money. I don't like to pay too much, but, you know, and financial intelligence, you know, let's say they say the car is uh, $50 in the front. Well, it's a business meeting I'm going to. If I pay on a credit card, that's a 50% write-off. That's $25, right? If I pay cash, that's $100 because I have to make the money prior, right? Right. I would go, listen, man, I went in the front. <clears throat> um, you could take credit card. No, Papa, no credit card. Now, I happen to know, because immediately if I come out in the back, you know, at the end, and I say I don't have money, they find a square. <laughs> I know the hustle. But instead of getting mad at them, because they're working, they're getting their hustle, I say to them so often, I say, listen, man, you see the car I have? Yeah. You see me? Do I look like an athlete? No, am I tall, skinny? I'm 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 five seven, a little bit of gout, a little bit overweight. Do I look like a supermodel? No. You ever hear, heard me being a rapper? No. Okay. I got here by being a hustler. Don't tell a goddamn hustler how to hustle. How you think I got this car, man? Papo, I like your style. Now we're speaking everybody's language. Now you talk. <laughs> you talk for free. Gringos, gringos, they pay 200 That's right. That's right. <laughs> you, you know, it, on the flip side, I go buy some pots and stuff like that. And I don't know what it is. Women, they have this talent because if I go and, you know, every man can understand this. I go to return a pot or something like that and brand new. Come back. Excuse me. Um, I'd like to return these pots. I, oh, well, you got to go on this line, that line. Oh, that. where's your receipt? This, that, this, that, you know, whatever the case is. And before you know what, I go and I leave. My wife shows up. Women have this thing. They know how each other work. Every time, uh, you know, women shop nine times every one time a man shop. My wife will show up with the pot. 
it'll have spaghetti in it. She'll be like, yeah. Bang! She drop it on the table and just look at the person. And the other woman goes, it's done. It's done. done. It returns and everything because they know they meet each other here. How do we learn um, from how you you meet people where they're at in our everyday um, uh, our everyday navigating the world or navigating the community or navigating business? Because you have found an art in doing so. I, 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 I first, I thought you were going to tell me you had a way of waiting, not waiting on lines. I was waiting to hear that one because I've been in situations, especially in a, a woman's store, and women will give you a hard time as a man. They're already ready to beat you up in those stores. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, no, they, I, I leave. I don't even go to the store. My wife, you know, they, 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 they got their thing. I know you shopping. I'm shopping. You know, like they have their thing. And I'm trying to say, we all, the, the successful people find ways to meet people with that. So whether you, you found ways to meet music artists where they were at brands, where they were at the inner city, the community, you worked with the public library, you've worked with politicians, you have found ways to navigate so many things that people can learn from. But how, and I think it's that commonality that you find in two people, like, you know, how, what, what advice can you give me now to do the same as I continue? Because it's all about learning to negotiate in certain ways. Yeah, I, I think for me, I think that I, I try to be myself. I, in my younger days, it was a whole too much smiling. It hurt my face that, that I was smiling <laughs> trying to be nice. <laughs> At this stage of the game, I'm like, let me find out what we have in common. And then, you know, like, or I know already what we have in common because, you know, if it's a celebrity. And we start talking about that. We're not talking about the album. We're not talking about the movie or whatever it is that they're doing. And so we had a whole 10 minute conversation about something that they really wanted to talk about before we even started really talking. And then, okay, let's talk about, you know, the, the new film that you have out. Um, and that's, and if you look at, and, and when I look at some of my old clips, the people go like, Ralph, you really know that person? I'm like, not really. I just met them that day. <laughs> but it seems like, wow. you know, and, and you know what? 50 Cent said that to me one day. The rapper 50 Cent said, you know what? When I'm on Video Music Box, I can be myself. Yes. It's not like when I'm doing Big Network thing, you know, I'm, I am I automatically, my whole persona route changes when I'm with you. So I'm like, well, that's good. So let's talk. <laughs> You know what I think it does, Ralph? I think that, and I'm I'm going to play in this podcast, you know, down in here. I want to play our interview when you um, gave me my biggest shot um, in life. You gave me that moment um, that would change my life. Um, um, and I'm going to play that. Yeah, you may, you make people feel comfortable and I think you make them feel comfortable by letting them talk about themselves what what what's going on in life and I think there's a big lesson we can learn from it now uh, as you just said that I want to do the same thing with you I've, I very rarely get a chance to repay you for all the things you have done for me but I want to do the same thing right now hey Ralph I want to hear about uh you know the new children book, Roscoe Learns About Video Music Box. Let me, tell me why did you create this? What is the book about? 
um, and any other thing else that we can learn from this book? So, you know, I've been working in, in libraries for the last five years in Queens specifically mm -hmm. and going and looking at the bookshelves. And, you know, you know, you visited your friend of the library. We don't see yeah. enough, you know, hip hop stuff that, you know, people can relate to the kids in the, in the, in the communities that I'm serving. And I was like, you know, we need more books. You know, not to saying that there aren't any. They're, they exist. Oh. But we need yeah. more. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know, if I do it, it puts a little spotlight on it. It's Ralph McDaniels for people that know and who mm -hmm. are watching me in New York. Many of them, especially the educators, the principals, the teachers, the the uh, the different folks that work in, in schools are like, Ralph McDaniels got a book out? I grew up watching mm -hmm. Ralph McDaniels. So we got that mm -hmm. side of it, you know? Now we got to get the kids. And I wanted to create something for the younger kids. And it also needed to have, um, I wanted to create a coloring book because I like arts and culture. I liked when I was a kid, I liked to draw, you know, and just doing stuff like that kind of gives you a certain feeling, you know, like, and I think we, you come from the same place. You come from designing clothes, you know, and yeah. that part. Um, but I wanted to make sure that we had some interesting information there. So there's word puzzles. There's uh, reading comprehension questions. There's some hard stuff. It's hard for me. I'm like, wow, we did that when we were seven years old. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? 
head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. But these are the uh. things that I think that we needed. And, and just to take it out of a digital space for a minute, we'll probably go into a digital space eventually because that's what we have to do. But for right now, it's a book and it's a coloring book. I, I didn't even know this was a thing. Coloring, sip and coloring is a thing right now for adults. The sip, mm-hmm. sip, sip and paint, sip and coloring books. And I was like, really? So, so adults were like, oh, we can get it for one of our uh, sip and coloring events. And I was like, all right, you know, I didn't make it for you guys, but that's fine too. So it's it's a great book. Um, I'm super happy about it. Big up Shaw Donaldson, who's a teacher who wrote the book because she knew how to talk to those kids. And she helped and I told she didn't know anything about hip hop. So I said, Shaw, I'm gonna do, you know, the hip the hip hop part. You do the educational part, and that's how we came together. What is the book? And, and so, how old are the 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 kids that uh, the main target of obviously will go out of uh, you know uh, seven. out of the range? Yeah, seven. Seven. seven uh, yeah, you know there are some younger kids that are you know a little bit quicker, but it's we start at seven, up to about twelve, thirteen. But it can go. You know, it's it's a history. It's history. You know, the, the video music box story. It's about this parent who takes their kid back to the hood. Shows them where he grew up at, takes them to Times Square. So this is where they used to do breakdancing at. Hey, look, breakdancing is an Olympic sport in 2024, which is amazing to me. This is wow, all yeah. that we grew up watching, 
and you know, and as you get, you know, responsibility of having a family and kids and stuff, you you want your kids to kind of get a little bit of what you did, you know, and and that's what this is about. This book is about. And, and it sounds sound like my life taking my girls back to where I came up from, and yeah, I broke I would break dance in uh, in Times Square as well. Um, and I I I don't know if a lot of people do know that some of the top books in the country and for the last i think 15 years have been coloring books and and for adults uh, as well because and with the fine pencil all the way to the to the crayons because what it is is a form of meditation and um we are now too much in the digital age where this is not meditating right because uh, i want people to really realize that you zone out and when the hand moves with the mind, there is a different form, right, of connectivity. And then, of course, you lay out this beauty and stuff like that. And it is a form of meditation. And kids learn much quicker. And even if you look at the data and the stats, I don't have it in front of me, but there's something like out of 100 people, only um, something like 30% of them uh uh, know their goals in life, and one third of them write their goals down. And the stats have shown that out of the successful people in life, ninety percent of those people end up working for the percentage of the people that wrote their goals down. Um, so, uh, science has proven it, and I am not qualified to speak about it from that level. But you can anybody who is interested to research that. This is a way that people learn and are more productive because when the mind and the hand are moving uh, together, there's some level of connectivity. So um, absolutely. Thank you for that. Now, where can they get the book? They can get it online. They can get it at my, my, um, my website, videomusicbox.com, or you can get it at Itasca Books, which is I-T-A-S. C A B O O K S. You can you can put it up on one of your pages, and uh, it's it's an amazing. You know, you, you you said something when you were talking, and I was like, yo, I, I think we need to do a, a collaboration or a partnership with Crayola or one of those crayon companies. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I got no problem making that call for you. I want to highlight the book on my social media for sure. Um, you know, while while people are now listening to us, and I know I'm going to bring it to a close because I have I know you you have a you're you're actually at ABC Studios right now. They have your um, picture all over the Damon. They, uh, no, actually, I was saying, well, I, not- I know Damon John. His picture should be on the wall in here. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, Ralph, you've done so much for us. I don't. I don't even. Uh, you know, to, to to speak so much about what you've done is very is very challenging. People don't realize that if you really think about most of the visual aspects of hip hop, they they you know you you directed videos such as Cream. I mean, my buddy Hype Williams uh, was an intern for you, um, and so many different things. When when you think about the music artists today, and anybody who is a creative today, not even a music artist, just a creative today, is there a is there a commonality that you have seen because of whether it is Jay-Z, 50 Cent, uh, Queen Latifah, when you found the little FUBU guys? Uh, is there a commonality that you see in creatives? Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, you, you were focused. You know, I mean, when I first 
met you, you were nervous, but you were what what you back to it was your focus. You know, like let me just go with what I know and mm. not try to make something up, even though you did you exaggerated a little bit now first interview, but not a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah, not a lot. I, I just said, you know, we we in a couple we in Paris because my cousin Pookie lived in Paris, so I, I mailed him a shirt. We we was in Paris. <laughs> but yeah, you were focused, and that's the commonality is that, like, you may not know how the whole world at that age, you know, and young people, they may not know how the world works, how corporate work, how corporate talk is, and all that. But I know that this is going to work if you guys put me in this position, and mm. then I'm going to go to the next thing. And I'm going to go to the next thing and hopefully that'll work as well. And so the same thing that you said is what Jay said, is what Nas said, is what 50 said, is what, you know, Nicki Minaj said, you know, all of these people, you know, all were like, I just need to get to uh, to that block and then I'll be all right. I, I can I can hold my own with some help. With a little help. I, yeah. You know, I. You just you just summed up in such an eloquent way what entrepreneurship is because we grew up in this world we we thought these entrepreneurs are supposed to be more bosses are supposed to be big people who are not vulnerable but they really are people who when they walk in the room they go I know this I I mean I know the rest of the world I know this um, how can I be of value to you? Because you already said, man, make them feel com- make other people feel comfortable, right? About about that. And then if you get me here or together or however we do this, all I know is if I get to this block, if I concentrate on this, this is going to work, and then hopefully I'll learn more. I, and that sums up entrepreneurship. That's you know, um, you, you got to help people help you. You know, you give them the information, and sometimes it's scary. You know, like not everybody's nice. I'm sure yeah. you can tell some horror stories. <laughs> oh yeah. No, everybody's not nice. And you and you might, you know, run into one of those not nice people, but that's okay. You keep on going. Oh man, thank you so much, man. Cause it was the moment that you were nice to me and, and ever since then you've been nice to me and to so many people uh that that we know as global brands and 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 that are changing the world or inspiring the world, man. Uh, congratulations on the book, man. I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing you and doing more with you in the public library. And uh, congratulations on having this this uh, catalog of things that everybody from brands to movies to producers to music artists can go and obviously uh, rent or do things with and use and it goes to a foundation and good use and uh, and yeah man we got it we got to check out uh, you know Roscoe learns about video music box and check you out on Showtime and check you out on video music box thank you Ralph I love you I love what you've done and continue to do for us and thank you for inspiring Inspiring us and for all those out there who are who are the Ralph McDaniels world that we may not know of now, but you're doing God's work. Thank you, man. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the team. All right, peace. That moment with Damon John is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from the Black Effect Podcast Network, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite show. And don't forget to subscribe to and rate the show. And of course, you can all connect with me on any of my social media platforms at The Shark Damon, spelt like Raymond, but what a D. 
It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.